Welcome back to Beyond Curious. My name is Chris. I'm the host of this podcast. And in this episode, we welcome back Michelle for an update. If you listen to episode one of Beyond Curious, you'll know that I spoke to my sister Michelle about how she's lost 75-ish pounds over the course of the last 10 months. Uh, we're going to be moving up towards a year of her being on plan. And over the last month, Michelle's had absolutely loads of stuff going on and took a diet break. So in this episode, Michelle's going to speak about how that diet break impacted her results, what it did to her training, kind of what it did to her levels of motivation. And we talk about a, a few other things as well, including including uh, how the fact she's been able to go out and buy some sweat size 12 clothes now as well. So again, much like I mentioned in the previous episode of Beyond Curious that featured Michelle, we do talk about her journey and it's really important that you don't compare Michelle's highlights and Michelle's journey to your own one because she's running her own race and that's really the big point in all this. You've got to run your own race. But I'm delighted you're here listening to this and if you've got feedback on the podcast or my talk with Michelle, please do feel 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 free yeah blah 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 to contact me using the show notes in this podcast again available in uh, Spotify and Apple podcast apps and if you'd like to watch this conversation rather than listen to it you'll be able to find it on our Facebook page uh, which is available at Curious Fitness and Personal Training on Facebook so without any further ado I'm going to hand over to myself and Michelle to have a really good conversation about where she's at since the last month has been I'll hand over to us in three two one one. Okay, uh, we are back and we have another podcast episode of Beyond Curious with Michelle. Now, obviously in episode one, we had a long chat about how Michelle's lost weight over time. And if you go back to that episode, it's probably a good thing to do before listening to this one, because really we're going to go over a proper update in this one. Uh, most importantly, though, uh, I, I want to start off by welcoming Michelle back. And, and Michelle, just for the viewers, I mean, podcasters are going to uh, not obviously see this, but just for the viewers, um, can you explain firstly why why you've got a resting bitch face? My mother made <laughs> me that way. <laughs> hey, look, same mum. You can't blame her. Uh, Shell, we're going to get into question one. Since we last spoke, you've been on a diet break. Firstly, for the people watching and listening, explain what a diet break has been for you. So for me, it is going back to maintenance calories so calories that mean i hopefully neither put on nor lose weight okay so with with that does your diet change that much is it largely eating the same stuff but just in slightly more amounts than when you're in yeah, your deficit so um it's just being allowed for me a slightly higher volume of everything rather than saying okay i can go and eat 10 million junk things now it is just okay i don't have to have a small portion of that I can have a slightly bigger portion of it that's interesting isn't it because a lot of people would make the the incorrect assumption that when you're on a diet break actually the foods change and I think a lot of people when we say have a break they think right I'm going to go and have all these new stuff that I've been restricting for a long time have you felt like the need to go back to the stuff you uh, do you do you restrict much because we didn't speak about kind of the stuff foods you ate and I, I treaded very carefully on that in the first in the first episode when we spoke yeah. But there are things that you just point blank don't have when you're on plan, but do have when you're on your diet break? There's nothing I don't have. Um, nothing I don't have. If I want something, I find a way to have it. Um, I definitely do weigh and reduce massively my portions of rice and pasta. Really? Because I find, um, I mean, for a 
for instance, Taha being Kurdish, he has a massive rice diet. Um, he eats rice every single day. And until I started weighing rice, I didn't even realise that we were consuming probably a thousand calories of rice in a meal where he just doesn't weigh it. Wow. A yeah. thousand calories of rice is commitment yeah. to... Oh, my goodness. So... Needless to say, I now weigh it and have about 350 calories of rice and it's not very much in comparison. <laughs> so so when when you started the diet break, did you just increase the amount of rice you, you were having or did you did you like have other stuff? What what's been going on? Um no, there is there are bits that I will have so um for instance, I don't when I'm dieting I won't eat toast. Yeah. yeah. Not because I can't eat toast, but just I feel like it's a waste of calories. If I can get some extra protein somewhere, I'd rather use my calories on protein. Um, but when I'm on a diet break, I will think, okay, I've got that 250 calories for toast, so I'll have it. Um, but for the mainstay, it's just having a bit more meat, having a bit more veg. If I want a protein yogurt for pudding, having that. Just having a bit more flexibility, really. If we rewind to previous times where you've been on a strict plan and then you have a break from it what's what's different because I, I know there's times in the past again being your brother I know there's times in the past whereby you would go on a break or something and and it would be a load it, your whole diet would change like super palatable like super high calorie foods H how come do you think it's different now because I don't restrict them now um if I so your, your, your daily, daily life My just daily has life the bits of things you want anyway. My daily life still has enough of everything I enjoy to not feel like I miss it. That's brilliant. Um, yeah. When it comes to people setting up, do you think that that's something that you, you've noticed? I mean, we, we obviously, we, we both coach at the gym, and do you find that's something that people get incorrect? They start with excluding the stuff they like and then crave it so much that actually when we say to go on a diet break, actually... It, they go back to the stuff they've wanted for ages. Yeah, definitely. And then don't know how to rein it back in. Yeah, I mean, I think everybody through dieting has made that mistake. And to a point, maybe it's not a mistake. We definitely, yeah, yeah. when we are dieting, we have to restrict. There is no, you know, there's no way around that to be in a deficit. You have to take some calories away. So something has to go. But if you can find a way for your most sort of palatable things the things that you enjoy most to be in your diet even if it is once a week once a month however often you eat it if you can just say okay normally I have a chocolate bar every night let's let's see if I can have one every other night find a way to still have it before you miss it but just to be a little bit more aware of when you're having it and how often you're having it it's so much easier to get through and as I say you then don't feel like you're missing it either and it doesn't feel so hard to do exactly and that, that's the that's the ultimate trick isn't it I, I say trick it's, it's almost the ultimate goal being able to have something you want and then not overdoing it yeah because the easiest thing to do when it comes to the stuff we really really like I, I'm I'm obsessed with crisps oh god a show I love them but I know that when I'm on track, I actually do need to exclude them yep. because they're a trigger for me to have an extra couple of beers. They're a trigger for me to have in <coughs> um, extra stuff the next day. Yep. Actually know when to stop and know when to be on plan. And as much as I'd like to be able to only have 200 calories of Chris and use the small packets like I've tried, I've tried buying smaller packets and stopping there. But it, I, I know my own limits and own weaknesses. So for you to know kind of your limits, it's 
it's brilliant and for you to be able to include as much stuff because the reality is your diet break has come in and your results have been all right but before we talk about the results themselves in that diet break Mm -hmm. talk to me about exercise because again I think what happens with a lot of people and I've been round the block a few times in in fitness what happens with people I, I notice is when they go on a diet break they also reduce exercise activity as well so they go on a training break as well and the most obvious times to do that is like school summer holidays half terms and we've got a half term coming up yep people will go and naturally say well i'm going to relax on my nutrition this week because the world has changed but also i'm going to not train as much what's your training been like what's the example you you've set for yourself in this period so apart from being ill because i have been um unwell but actually when i'm on a diet <coughs> break i train more and i train harder I try to, well, I say I try to time, I don't time my diet breaks necessarily. My diet breaks come in when my training feels like it absolutely sucks. When I'm too tired to train, when I feel like I haven't got the power that I should have, I haven't got the energy that I should have, that's when I decide, okay, you've probably cut yourself a bit short for a while now. Let's ramp up the calories, enjoy training again, feel like you're strong in that, and then go back into the deficit again. Um so my ultimate goal is to always train over the dieting, over the nutrition, is to always be able to train and enjoy my training. So my calories have to match that. It's um, the way you speak about training is 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 brilliant. You, you say that like you, your goal is to be able to train and not even think about diet. Yeah. What? Why? What? What? What does training give you? Because it's it's not just about body composition and the way your body looks, is it? No, for no, you, for no. You. What 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 is it about training that does this for you? I can't even pinpoint it. It's it's it gives me a bit of relief from what I don't know. Whether it's just life in general, yeah. It's my time to completely focus on me and yet not focus at all because I kind of zone out when I train. Um, it's time to put some headphones on and listen to some of my favorite music. Um. Yeah, I lo- and I, I again, as I'm sure we all know, I love feeling strong. So training is obviously where I get to see how strong I feel. Do you find that um, when it when it comes to when it comes to training specifically, look, with with Taha going away fairly soon for, for a period of time, you're going to be effectively mumming it on your own. Yep, three kids who go to three different schools, school runs, all this kind of stuff. The easiest thing in the world would be to say, I don't have time. I don't have the hour, like every few days or however frequently you train to do this. I'm assuming based on what you said, you're still going to do it because oh, actually God, yeah. if you don't do it, things get worse. Is that, is, am, I, am I barking up the right tree with this? Yeah, so it's already um, from the second I knew last week that he was potentially going away and today he's confirmed the flights are booked. Um, so I already know that on a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, when all three kids are in school, I will train during school hours. Um, I will likely drop the youngest to his school and then go straight to the gym before I go back home and attack the house. Um, and then once Nigel comes home, I will train or run two evenings a week then as well and beg him to do some babysitting. (laughs) It's, um, it's it's one of these things whereby you you are gonna have to like lean on babysitters and what not as well. But yep. again, I think when it comes to your energy and and your sense of self, if you don't do it and you start feeling tired and you start feeling um, more lethargic, 
it's easier then for things like nutrition to become more of a chore as well I'm assuming yeah every they they to me they go hand in hand um but I find that everything centers more on the training if the training doesn't feel right the food doesn't right feel right life doesn't feel right you know the energy at home I never feel worse and more tired and more lethargic than on a day where let's say for instance a Sunday tends to be my low day where I don't do much we do stay in our pajamas potter around the house and I might only get four or five thousand steps that day and I feel rubbish um I had a client say to us the other day a fairly new client I I forgot what it was like to train. You think it's going to rob your energy and actually it gives you so much more, it, which is just mad. so yeah, true. Yeah, it really does. Um, the best thing you can do if you've got a hard day to get through is get some training done early on because it just sets you up. Yeah, exactly. I mean, a great training session. I mean, as much as it releases endorphins and things like this as well, actually just taking a little bit of time for yourself, Yeah. Um, whether people see that as selfish, essential, what, what, whatever it is, listen to good music, training well and sometimes like bundling that with training with great people yeah can really give every, everyone a real big lift i want to move into the, the next set of questions now and i'm just going to open up my <coughs> little doodah doodah um you're training you've been pushing harder is there anything else in your training approach that's changed i've noticed uh, michelle that you've started running more yeah go on i don't know what to say i love it you love running. I don't know where it's come from. It's, oh my it's, god! I you're ever so say weird that. now. Shouldn't oh, say it. you're so. What is going Michelle on? Michelle that has said for thirty years she would only run if a zombie was chasing her. I just love it. It's not even a zombie chasing me. Um, oh, this is so strange. Yeah, my I'm sister <laughs> likes running. What is going? On? Like the pandemic has changed everything, but this, this is this is new. This is new. This yes. is the new abnormal shell. It is. Totally new for me. Okay, so talk to us the last it. month since yep. we last spoke. What has your running been like? What, what's, what's the program been, Shell? What's the program been? Um, I did a couple of weeks at 45 minutes where I do 14 minutes running with one minute break um, or 12 minutes running with a three minute break at the very start of the 45 minute block. Um, this last week I've moved on to an hour block. So this week I've done 17 minutes running with three minutes walking three times. Next week, I will be doing 19 minutes with a one-minute walk. And then the week after, I will be hitting an hour r- run without a break. Wow. An hour non-stop without a break. Mm. That's phenomenal. Um, okay, so with when it comes to your, your, your running, has that been um, useful with your strength training? What's happened to you? What's, what's been the knock-on effect to your strength training? Because a lot of people would a lot of the time negatively make the connotation that if I do more running I'm going to be weaker in the gym and we know how important the gym is to you in terms of feeling strong yeah so has there been a knock-on effect to your strength no no I just program carefully um if I'm going to strength train that always comes before a run I don't ever run and then try and strength train um where I can I will try and do them different days um but there has been no, my, my power's still there. My strength is still there. There has been no negative to adding in the the cardio. It's just managing recovery, isn't it? Yeah. As much as anything else, making sure that you are recovering yeah, as much as possibly kind of listen. Yeah, e- exactly that. Um, month ahead coming up. Mm-hmm. You've got Tahaway. We've got birthdays coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have festive period coming. Mm-hmm. 
What's your goal between now, let's say now and Christmas? What's, what's, what's the big goal for you? Oh gosh, if I put it on camera, it's going to be a real goal, isn't it? I um, So my one year anniversary of starting. changing, of starting is the word, um, is the 1st of December. And I would like to be between 80 and 82 kilos as a weight goal. Um, I just think for some reason that's a really nice way it'll mean that I've done 40 kilos in a year and I just feel like that's a nice way to round off a year nice round number yeah nice round number 40 um, kilos in a year that is that's it's beyond phenomenal it's so good other than that it's to keep doing what I love keep training keep working keep enjoying food so you've got this goal between now and Christmas 40 kilos off mm-hmm Surely, if you had that goal, taking a diet break now is a daft idea. Have you actually made, I say made progress? Is it, Have you got lighter during your diet break? Because you, you're running more. Yeah. What, what's going on? Um, so I did lose one kilo over the diet break. And how long was that specifically? Four weeks. Four weeks. A one kilo being off diet plan as were, but yeah. still being on plan enough. Yeah. Um, oh. And then I've obviously, I've been back dieting for the last 10 days and I've lost including that other one kilo I've I'm now 2.4 kilos down again since I've wow so I think the last one we did was four and a bit weeks ago so you're a kilo down from then well a couple of kilos down from then yeah, even having a diet break being poorly that one if I remember I'm 86.1 now yeah so diet break being poorly um, you even had little Leo go away, didn't you, to mum's? Leo's that time. been away. He's been very poorly for a long time. He's just recovering. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a crappy six weeks, really. But you've plodded on. You've plodded on. It's pretty good. Um, that's that's something I want to speak about. Actually, it's not listed on our questions, so we're going to go for it anyway. Shall I know that when the girls start feeling run down and more tired and more stressed, actually, I pick up that energy completely. Yeah. With Leo being poor, I mean, he is just an absolute fireball of energy. He is so lush. He's, I can't even begin. He is so lush. But when he's tired and grouchy and feeling poorly, does that does that have a big effect on you? Yeah. In, in terms of your motivation to do it all? Yeah, re- it really, really does. Because, you know, above anything else, even with my selfish time, I am a mum and they do come first. And when he is poorly, he wants to cuddle he cries that he wants to go to bed, you know, 2 p.m. on an afternoon. Please, mummy, can we go to bed? Um, oh, he, he just doesn't want to be off you. Um, I feel upset because I know he's not who he should be. He's not, you know, living his very best life, which that child is always <laughs> doing. Um, yeah, it, it definitely does take a knock on me and my motivation. It's good to know that. And I think that our listeners will, will like to hear that too because so far in like the half hour that you know, listened to you before, our members listen to this, sometimes they think that people who have achieved what you've achieved have got like such incredible tunnel vision and you do it in spite of everything and you just plough through and you've got like this limitless motivation and all this kind of stuff and that couldn't be further from the truth. No. What it is, it seems that when, when the kids are poorly or there's stuff playing up, you, what you lean on isn't motivation at all. It's just habit. Yeah. Oh, and it's, God, yeah. it's like you, you notice a battery's draining and the only way to 
charge that battery is to charge yourself and you know that your charging mechanism is strength training or, or yeah. doing a run and releasing endorphins yeah no my motivation can be at rock bottom at zero yeah yeah but i find a way to say this is happening yeah I- exactly that and i think that's a really important thing to put across that you've achieved these amazing 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 things but over the course of this year you've had to deal with an awful awful lot of stuff and still achieve this mm-hmm. So what you've achieved, actually, in spite of everything, is is even more remarkable. But I, I just wanted to make that abundantly clear to the people going to be listening to this, that Michelle isn't this, like, motivated cyborg that wakes up in the morning and can't wait to train and can't wait to hit her calorie target and all this stuff. Actually, nothing could be further from the truth. No. Like, a lot of the time, she doesn't want to do it, but does it anyway because the habit of doing it is really hard to break. And that's really what everything about this it, it, it leads down to. Like what we're trying to enforce every single one of us as trainers and people doing stuff is to never have to rely on motivation because as soon as you've got to rely on it, it's really tough. When you rely on habit, then it's, as anybody knows, if you're eating daft stuff or you've in, like enlisted in negative behaviors and negative habits and how hard they are to break, breaking a positive habit is just as easy. Sorry, just as hard. Breaking a positive habit is really, really, really hard when you know it's led you to somewhere that you want to be. So it's, it's, it really is remarkable what you've done. Last thing I want to touch on, Shell. Mm-hmm. Breaking a positive habit is re- really easy. No, <laughs> no, it's not actually. So I, mean, I, I should edit that out, but I can't be bothered. I, well, I, people, it's a slight error. Never mind. Shell, yes. before we leave and you go on to listen to a brilliant webinar about how to maintain weight loss results, <laughs> interestingly enough, uh, I want you to talk to me about size 12 life because well, although you've lost just 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 one kilogram it's never just it's, it's a brilliant result for a diet break your body shape's changed on it yeah definitely. go on tell us about that yeah bought my first size 12 hoodie and size 12 leggings last week and they fit and they're amazing so if you go down this route anymore then you're gonna to have to have another wardrobe change, aren't you? Eighty? Uh, you gonna to have to do eighty? You're smiling like, I'm, oh yeah, god. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm hoping that a new one, more, one more new wardrobe. I'm hoping. One more new wardrobe. <laughs> oh my goodness, mum is gonna lose her mind. Yeah. Luckily for you, you'll if you get there and you get to like eighty, eighty-two. Then that if that's at Christmas you're lucky enough to have Christmas and birthday right next to each other. Yeah. So that kind of takes care of itself. So listen, if you're listening to this and you and you appreciate the advice Michelle's given or, or the, the motivation or inspiration you've got from this, just know that Lululemon vouchers are are accepted <laughs> as a form of currency in Michelle's life if you oh, want to yes. donate. We should set you up a, go, uh, a GoFundMe page or a Just Giving page. Yeah. Please donate My to this wardrobe. worthy cause of Michelle having to change her wardrobe for the fourth time. But hey-ho. Uh, Shell, thanks for the update on this. Uh, we'll speak again uh, just before Christmas, just to figure out how you've got on against your goal, see what things are done. Yeah. Um, but if you've got questions after listening to this, people, well, if you're watching or listening to this, you've got questions specifically for Michelle, uh, myself, or you've got requests for the podcast, please do put them in the comments below the video or email us using the details in this podcast show notes. Uh, the show is available in podcast, uh, the podcast app in Apple and also in Spotify as well. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you in the next one. Goodbye. Say bye,